all right what's up everybody i am trying this new thing a podcast <laughs> that was so uncomfortable yeah i i don't know i've wanted to do a podcast for a little while always kind of tried to inspire my friends to hop on the bandwagon but they're always too busy which is understandable and now that i have started this blog i kind of have realized that i have a lot of thoughts on a lot of topics and i like writing a lot but i also love talking <laughs> so i figured this would be uh, another way to branch out this episode might be the only episode <laughs> and it's basically going to be about how to live in the moment and how i have attempted to do that um, with my new practice of meditation so basically i tried to meditate over summer i it just never really stuck or rather i just never really applied myself i i kind of meditate for four to five minutes using an app a guided meditation app and then it would be fine but i didn't really reap the benefits one because it was all guided so there was no chance for me to explore my own thoughts and two it was so sporadic that there's no way i could have seen results from it so this year i've made it a point to really make a practice of it so i try to aim for every day but that doesn't happen. So my actual tangible goal is four times per week, I think is what I said. If I miss here or there, it's okay. I always try and meditate in the morning because I personally find that it allows me to have a better grip on the day. And if I wait until night, I am usually not motivated and all I wanna do is go to bed or finish my homework or do other productive things I don't want to like sit and be and the morning time is really my time to myself and I've really really come to appreciate it like I love my morning routine it's so nice like I'll literally give myself two hours is what I like to just do whatever read to meditate to schedule out my day to have my breakfast make my coffee that being said, let's actually hop into the main part of this conversation. So I think it's no secret that it's really hard for people in our day and age to really just sit and be in the moment because we live in a world that is filled with instant gratification and it is addicting. <laughs> you know, it's in our technology, it's it's just so, so embedded in our culture and it's really, really hard to avoid, which is fine. But I think it obviously then requires a more active awareness of the fact that a lot of times we are so caught up in getting the reaction or the response that we want. And in that case, so caught up in the future rather than what is happening now. And I know people say again and again that you just got to live in the moment, but it's so true and I think it's so hard to practice, which is why I've really made extended efforts to try and lock in this meditation. And I can honestly say that I've been doing it about three weeks, maybe close to four, and I have already seen immense changes. I noticed that I feel a lot more grounded the days that I meditate. If I don't meditate, a lot of the times, not always, but I find that by the end of the day, my emotions are like a little wonky and I you know, I'm not really understanding why I'm feeling a certain way and then that just leads me to become frustrated with myself and then in turn displace those emotions 
on other people on top of that. I've noticed that I get my best ideas while I meditate, which I think is so interesting. And I was kind of reflecting on this to myself the other day because people always say like, when you get your greatest ideas are when you least expect it, right? So for instance, if you're pooping, <laughs> sometimes you'll figure out a solution to a problem that you've been trying to figure out for weeks. Or if you're showering, then all of a sudden you have a great idea for a project you want to start. And it's crazy, it's like, why, why now? And you realize those are the only moments in your day where you have time to just be with yourself. Like when you're pooping, when you're showering, those are probably the few times a day that you're not on your phone. All of a sudden you're connected with yourself and you're listening to what you want and the ideas you have and then they come to fruition. And it's, it's like a magic formula. I don't know, I just think it's so insane. And then I've noticed the same thing with, with meditation. Obviously the point is to just really bask in the moment, understand what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, but not to judge the emotions. And so it's so interesting because I've noticed in taking that time to just be in the moment, yeah, sometimes emotions come up, but more than that, I feel like I'll just have good ideas about something, whether that is like solving an issue in a relationship or starting a blog or a birthday present idea. Like it will literally be anything, but it almost always comes to me while I'm meditating because for those 10, 20 minutes, I'm finally disconnected and I'm not hearing all the noise and the rush of what everyone else is saying that I should do. I have a tendency to really just saturate myself with information. And it's something that I haven't quite decided if I really want to, you know, cut back on because I think it is important to really fill yourself up with new knowledge. But at the same time, I think, like I said, sometimes that leads us to kind of become disconnected from ourselves. And it's like, I'm listening to podcasts when I'm on my commute. I'm reading books when I'm at home. I'm listening to lectures in class. I'm listening to music while I'm cooking dinner at home. And so there's always something that's inspiring the thought. It's not just silence and then the thought. And so, you know, whether we realize it or not, you're listening to a podcast, you're processing what they're saying, you're, you know, reacting to it in some way or another, or listening to music, you know, uplifting music or sad music, or it made you think of a specific time. And so I feel like when we are hit with these instigators, we are prompted to either pull ourselves back to the past or jump to the future. And the only time we have the opportunity for that in between is when we aren't connected. And the only time that happens is when we are just alone being <laughs> with ourselves. For a while, I think it was really uncomfortable for me I felt like I was wasting time when I was meditating. I felt like it was really hard to just concentrate on my breath and I didn't really understand the point. I think I tried for a while to just completely shut out emotion because I didn't realize that the point is to acknowledge what you're feeling and then to be non-judgmental of that, but to understand how it affects you and how it will affect you in your day. I didn't realize that and so when I was feeling or thinking things for the first two weeks I would just be like okay breathing in out breathing in out breathing and like really 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 just like only trying to breathe which like yes that is supposed to be the center of the meditation but I've also found that if I let myself wander just a bit I actually get further in my meditation and what I'm actually feeling what I'm actually thinking what I actually want 
And so that's just a little tip if you have done meditation or if you've struggled with it in any way. That has been super helpful for me. I found this a lot too with, um, with being abroad. It's really, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening all the time. But at the same time, I have a lot of time alone and I'm living alone for the first time, which is really cool. And it's allowed me to see a lot of parts of myself. You know, I can confidently say I never saw before. And I think that a lot of times with people visiting and upcoming trips, it's so easy for me to live my life in countdown mode. And I did this at school too, because what happens is you start the year, or I started my study abroad experience, everything is super fun, super new, super exciting. You don't really have the problem of living in the past or you know, looking forward to the future because you're just so caught up in now. And I love that and that, that's the best feeling. For me, that's the goal long-term is to just always feel like that. But then <laughs> after that kind of initial infatuation wears off, it kind of settles in and then all of a sudden it becomes, oh, I wish I had that initial infatuation again or, oh, it was so fun at the beginning, everything was so new. Or then it becomes, oh, okay, I can't wait for X, Y, Z to happen. And of course, like, I'm not saying, okay, yeah, you should not look forward to anything that is happening in the future. But what I find happens is I get so hung up on the things that I'm excited to do in the future that my life literally flies by. Like last semester, every week was a game of like, okay, waiting for the weekend or I'm waiting to hang out with this person or I'm waiting so that this midterm is over. And then all of a sudden you blink and the semester is gone. <laughs> and it's scary because the older you grow up, I feel like the worse it becomes of just like, okay, when's the next thing? When's the next thing? And living your life, propelling yourself forward when you haven't even finished what's happening now. And I just know that that is not gonna lead to a fulfilling life and that is not a life that I want to live. Um, I think it also leads back to a lot of that instant gratification stuff I was talking about. So people being on their phones when they're hanging out with you is that people can't stand to feel or be in the moment because all they know is the past and the future. You know, whether that be like texting someone about their future plans while you're hanging out or them remembering, you know, a specific task that they forgot to do, or whatever it may be. And it's just, I don't know, it blows my mind that sometimes I have these epiphany moments and I feel like they're so obvious, but it's just me catching up with the rest of the world. And I'm like, wow, this is so profound. <laughs> yeah, I think basically what I just wanted to say is that I really wanna make a point of not making my life a countdown clock because sooner or later, it's just, it's just gonna be over. <laughs> and like, that sounds so morbid and cynical, but it's true. And on top of that, you also never really know when it's gonna be over. Like, yeah, my hope is that it's gonna be over in like, you know, 60 plus years, but it could be over literally today. And what if I spent all of today thinking about how excited I was for my trip to Greece and Switzerland in six weeks. That's so sad that I never had time to appreciate what was happening now, and then now I don't have that moment back, you know? And now my life is over <laughs> in this hypothetical. 
And this is why when people have those like catastrophic, very life-threatening moments, they feel like, oh my God, (laughs) I have not been appreciating the world. I don't know the people in my life. Like, because we just get so caught up in ourselves and what we wish and what we want. And it's, it's dangerous. And obviously, like I said, technology and this culture that we've built up around it has really just heightened all of this which isn't helpful and has also tried to make me disconnect from technology in another sense. All that being said, that was a big whopper. I, I'm just trying really hard to be more actively aware in my everyday life of what's going on, what I'm appreciative of. That's another thing I've started doing, a gratitude journal every night. So every night I write down three things that I'm grateful for and I try my best not to repeat them, at least in like a more general sense, like pick more specific things. So like, yeah, I'm sure I've written that I'm grateful for my parents more than once, but it's not just my parents. It's like, I'm grateful that my mom is open and receptive to what I say, for instance. So I think that's also super helpful is like, even when I've had the shittiest day, (laughs) which there's been a few since I've been here, it really forces me to come to the end of the day and be like, wait, (laughs) Like, yeah, this this day kind of sucked, but, like, look at all this amazing stuff that happened. Look at all this amazing stuff that I still have. I think it's just so good to put everything in perspective and just know what you have now and be appreciative of it before it's gone. I just wanted to talk about this because I find it super fascinating. And, I don't know, these are just my thoughts on it. But, um, I hope you enjoyed this little mini podcast thing. Yeah, I don't know if there will be more in the future, but for now, I will talk to anyone who is listening later. (laughs) And I hope everyone's having a fantastic day, week, life, year, 2020. It's going to be a fantastic year. It is a fantastic year, and it's already like two months over. What? So let's just embrace it while it's here. This is a legendary year, a new decade, and that's all I have to say. (laughs) Bye.